0: And I'm back at it. Come on, fuckface. Yes. Yeah. That should be about that. All right, podcast audio getting... Hey, start, start it where it is. It's hot. Same settings as the last recording. Uh, looking proper. Let's direct connect. Oh, that's about to blow up the decibels. Do it. Welcome
1: to Blog Talk Radio.
0: Hello. Can you help me out there? Bring in a male voice. <laughs> go ahead. To start your show now. There it is. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, three two, two one. one. Four, three, two, one, and all. Now let's see if I can't bring the game in proper. Oopy doo. Aw, uh, thanks you. Thank thank you, Automatic Windows Update. Makes it very easy to navigate.
2: Uh-huh. Updates are amazing. What are you talking about?
0: Things that I always enjoy.
3: So
2: what you're saying is that you don't like it when you get comfortable with how something looks, and then you get an update and it's completely different? You don't enjoy that? That doesn't make you happy?
0: I mean, if you want to be a judge and throw one, I'll face the book on that. <laughs>
2: This does not spark joy.
0: Ha! No, <laughs> damn that. Uh, that was a flash in the pan. I hope she got her checks.
2: Oh, every. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh no, I mean she did, but.
0: Oh no, is it another Lizzo story?
2: No, no, she's great as far as I know, but she has two kids now, and like she's <clears throat> had basically come out and said like she does less cleaning now, but she's glad that like she started off where she did. <clears throat> In terms of having fewer items because it makes it easier to clean now that she has kids. And a bunch of white women in America were like, see, that's why she was bullshit the whole time. She doesn't keep her house clean now that she has kids. And it's like, that's not what she said at all. Why? I do not understand why so many white women hate Marie Kondo. I don't fucking get it.
4: Ugh.
0: I
2: can literally only chalk it up to racism because there's no other.
0: Right, yeah. Right, yeah, like you could intellectualize in more. But racism. Racism. It's an easy one to understand. There goes Facebook. You look like you're live. YouTube, you win in the game. Hey, Twitch. Are there like two or three niggas on Twitch? Howdy, (laughs) fuckface. I have no idea. What do y'all... You understand that I'm never going to play video games on here.
2: Right. Isn't that what people do on Twitch?
0: Yes, I think. And, um, and debate?
2: Uh,
0: They debate. Oh, is that
2: that what Vouch is doing on Twitch?
0: (laughs) I don't know what the holy heck darn they're doing on the Twitch, but I do know that there is news worth commenting on.
5: Of course, yes.
0: Yeah, I do with the fun, hip, cool way.
5: In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional, and this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes.
0: Total what you say?
2: Total fucking assholes.
6: Officer could be the most nomadic cop in Arizona.
2: Oh yeah? Nomadic? (laughs) <laughs> hey What the fuck does that mean? Is that like code for homeless when you're white and have money? Yeah, This is an ABC 15 special report. Let's get down with the get down. Over the years, we've exposed how he
6: bounced from department to department six in total, leaving a trail of dishonesty and misconduct.
1: But now his law enforcement career is over. He just lost his license. And it's because of what was uncovered by ABC 15 chief investigator Dave Biscoby.
7: friend's friend is here. Meet
1: former police officer Christian Ensley. He became a cop in 98, started with Phoenix PD, moved to Capitol PD, then Apache Junction, Hayden, Gila River, and finally Superior.
0: Excuse me? Phoenix, Capitol, Apache Junction, Hayden, Gila River, and Superior. Mm Mm-hmm. Quarter century, yes. Nineteen ninety eight to now, yes.
2: Huh. I was just amused by the um, newscaster's voice; like he sounded a little bit smug when he said, "Based on our investigation, yeah, like we got him fired." Uh, excuse <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you, these lo- these local news stations are fun. They are.
1: and finally Superior. In this decision, a judge just ruled that Ensley's law enforcement career is over, upholding the state police board's decision to pull the certification. Quote, the public expects peace officers to use force only when required, to be truthful and to properly exercise their power. Thus, Ensley's conduct jeopardized public trust in the law enforcement profession. Now here's a timeline of what led to the end of Ensley's career. It began on March 11, 2017. Leg flat on your back!
8: Leg flat on your back!
1: Body camera video shows Ensley tasered a man who's handcuffed,
0: then threatened a witness. Hey,
8: man, you don't have to use force like
0: that, bro. Hey, when you, you ain't got to force it like that, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, we all white here, brother, man. You ain't. Mm-hmm. you. I mean, I understand my nostrils is kind of wide, man. That's my Gaelic background, man. <laughs> Gotta breathe good, man. Just smell if the British trying to take our taters, man.
9: Hmm. You don't know that on me. Okay.
0: Are you trespassing?
9: Do you have permission no, 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 to be here? No,
0: no, no. Yo, why is the pig what? out of breath? Like, how much did
2: he snort in the squad car? <laughs> uh, that, but also, like, they're out in public in the middle of, like, a fucking dirt patch. The fuck do you mean do you have permission to be here? What? Uh, well, what? do you?
0: What? This is where I take sex workers and you are interrupting my session.
1: Uh, and after, records show he wrote clearly false statements about what happened in his police report. Then, hours later, the arrested man's friend comes to bail him out at the police station. In the lobby, Ensley falsely accused him of a crime, grabbed him, before other officers rush and pile on. Are you serious?
0: What the fuck? (laughs) Yo, you're under arrest. Stop resisting. You're under arrest. Stop Stop resisting. Stop (laughs) resisting. You you gonna take that Blue Lives Matter
2: sticker off your truck there now? Yeah! If you aren't cab yet, let police make the argument for you. Tell you. Mm. Like,
0: stop resisting liberty and free yourself from the boot. Stop resisting. Mm. Stop resisting your comrades, white brother. Turn your hat on backwards, sag your pants, and come join. No, no. Sag your- no don't, sag your pants. don't sag your pants. They're already doing that anyway. My uh. God. I'm around working class white men all the time. Pants sagging, this motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Tangent.
1: Nothing happened after those two arrests until we aired those videos in August 2020.
0: Back to what you said about how mm-hmm. feel, mm-hmm. how proud mm-hmm. we are. Until we.
2: It's that. <laughs> uh, it's like that one Shack GIF where he's just like, oh, the little, yeah. the little shoulder shimmy.
0: Yeah. He got that good <laughs> name brand string cheese. He got that Gordon Ramsay string cheese right now. Mm, our video.
9: Mm. <laughs>
1: A month later, on September 28th, 2020, Ensley resigned, but the state police board didn't vote to open a case against Ensley until January 2022. Glad Inslee they decided were to it. fight.
2: Yeah. What? They were. Yeah. Uh, you know, anywhere from one to five years later. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a lot of investigation. You know how many facts <laughs> they
0: compiled? How many victims they had to let happen so they could prove they were happening?
2: Right. Yes. Mm-hmm
1: the state's decision and take the matter to court, but when his hearing came in June of this year, he didn't show up. Now, our coverage of this case was part of a much larger investigation we called Full Disclosure. It was about officers on so-called Brady lists, which are supposed to track cops with histories of lies, crimes, and integrity concerns. You can find all of that past reporting on ABC... What?
2: Wait, what? Okay, but Yeah? Fun, huh? No... That shit just broke my brain. This is why I I listen to
0: it work all day.
2: Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, kind of, but not really like, I get it, I know. But also the fact that they're just flat out saying this now. So there's a list of cops who commit crimes. Police, the people charged with upholding the criminal justice system, who commit crimes. Why can't... You know what? Yeah.
0: So that the criminals know who they can work with.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, okay,
0: this is the one I can pay off so that they stay off the corner while I do my business during mm-hmm. these hours. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's right. networking. Vertical integration, Phoenix, capitalism.
2: No, not vertical, <laughs> not vertical integration.
0: Not vertical
2: integration. But yeah, it's just wild how we're like, yeah, the people who are who arrest other people for com- committing crimes commit crimes all the time. And we're just okay with that as a society. They commit the good crimes. Like civil forfeiture?
0: Well, yeah. Well, if you think about it, right? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) With civil forfeiture, when they take that stuff, Uh like, what does that motivate you to do, right? We just said capitalism. Uh You're going to work harder so you can replace it. That's good for your company. That's good for their quarterly turnaround. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you actually go out and purchase it again. So that's good. That that burns gas. So that's good for the oil industry. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you're going in the buildings and you're you're not not wearing a mask because freedom. And a mask (laughs) means you're sheeple. So now the AI, you know, videos can Mm -hmm. catch you and and get you in the databases. Yeah. Right? That's good for the databases. Mm. We like data. We love data. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So much data. I just forget about coal. I'm data mining. Wow.
1: I'm investigator Dave ABC 15, Arizona. We start tonight.
0: That guy watches leftist YouTubers. I guarantee you. That guy watches Sam Cedar. I would not be surprised. Guaranteed. He's like, yep, I think that Emma Vigland is one sharp cookie. That's what he
6: We start tonight with a former Ninecaw High School coach pleading guilty to sexually abusing more than a dozen students. News force, Kaylee Olivas was in Grady County court today when that coach was sentenced to prison.
0: Hashtag not a drag queen.
2: Unrelated to anything, is she
0: barefoot? Whoa. Uh, Is she wearing like flip flops? I think I see a shoe, okay, but I'm not sure. I can't.
7: Well, Jolene, we're going to go ahead and paint a picture of the courtroom for you guys at home. Okay,
0: just, you know what, homegirl might legitimately be barefoot. And also this cat, he looks like the nigga that played, um, uh, the gangster's brother in a uh, boardwalk empire. The one that was a cop.
2: Oh, he kind of
0: looks like that actor. And that's unfortunate. I was going to say he looks
2: like some weirdo, like, I don't know, like Christopher Walken clone or something.
0: Right. And that's only cause that's his mugshot image. Right. Cause it's like, well, what is he? He's the coach. Pillar Mm -hmm. of the community, good Mm guy. Helping the kid, not a drag queen. Not a drag queen. Knows his gender. Mm -hmm. Very masculine. Man haircut. Man good. Yeah. All right. We're looking for them queers. You're queer. You're here. So I'm gonna focus on you and not him.
7: Only 80% of that room was filled with victims and their families, all waiting to hear the final sentence after Ron Akins pleaded guilty to 10 charges more than a decade of what victims call trauma, guilt, self-blame, and defeat. Ended, at least for now, with former Ninakaw High School basketball coach Ron Aikens in cuffs Thursday afternoon.
9: This was a girls basketball coach at a school that had an excellent basketball program who was abusing his players.
7: This case started with then 13-year-old Shelby Boyd who was an 8th grader at Friends Public Schools. She claims he would forcibly kiss her, groped her, and made her do sexual things she never wanted to do. For years, she says she tried speaking up, but was silenced nearly at every turn. I just knew that he had done it before and he was going to do it again, and I really wanted to look out for anybody else that he might be impacting. A federal lawsuit lays out the timeline following Boy's experience. From 2013 to 2021, a total of 14 Jane Does came forward with similar stories of sex abuse. The
0: always serial i mm-hmm.
2: also just want to point out that as um like abortion rights get further and further eroded every single one of those girls would be old enough to have periods and pre- presumably get pregnant and be forced to carry that fetus to term because america pro life hey, forced birth at least it's not woke at least it wasn't a drag
0: queen so yeah yeah no woke no drag queen no
7: these girls now range from ages 15 to 20. The federal lawsuit
9: is about holding those people accountable in this school district accountable for having kept this a secret.
7: That lawsuit is still ongoing. But after 27 depositions from victims and moms to a two-year-long criminal case, Ron Akins pleaded guilty to 10 charges, including attempted rape, Rape by instrumentation, sexual Ooh. battery, and lewd or indecent acts with a child under 16. If you don't think that's happening
9: in our other school districts, then you are blind to our situation.
0: Is that the lawyer speaking? Is that the prosecutor? I imagine that was the prosecutor. That fucker's a good orator. See, now look at cuz when, and it's not his mugshot. Mm-hmm. You see, he got the taper haircut, right? Mm-hmm. Business, business cut.
2: Shit's combed over to the shit. It looks like he has the Richard Spencer cut. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. That is about the least woke you could possibly be. It is. Right? Like he. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Aikens was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Per state law, he must serve at least 85% of that. Meaning.
0: 15 years. That means, uh, any offspring he may have procured during his, uh, child rape escapade would, uh,. Uh, be a teenager on his way out Yeah, so he'd be old enough to get hired into another school yeah and yeah well i mean kind of like how uh, uh jacksonville florida had that church that uh where they didn't allow children because the oh, pastor yeah. yeah was a registered
2: offender
7: well, by the time he gets
2: oh, yep. i was just like well that's what jesus wanted
7: now <sighs> he'll be at least 68 years old he'll get off probation by the time he's 96 Although a step in the right direction for the families involved, it doesn't even begin to make them whole again.
9: We don't have justice. You can't have justice in stealing the innocence of a child. You can't.
7: Well, that federal lawsuit you just heard about.
0: Like, you're like, like what he said there, he's very, he did a way cooler way of saying what I would say. (laughs) There's no justice. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Shank, shank, you know, like, yeah, I, I get where he's going with the no justice. That was smooth.
7: Attorneys are expecting that to go to trial in either December or January. This time, though, they're going after the Ninicaw School District, as well as several former employees who the victim's attorney says clearly dropped the ball in keeping these girls safe. As part of our back to class coverage. We're-
0: yeah, fast cuts between those news clips. Yeah, no, I dig it. Yeah, yeah, not, 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 not a lot of time to process. And, obviously, the primary reason for me even, like... uh, Folks, this is how I do the show prep. I subscribe to multiple small local news stations. And then on top of that, I have, you know, CNN. You know, I look at what Fox News is doing, especially Fox Business. They got some... Mm -hmm. Fox Business, they don't talk about business a lot. They mostly talk about fascism.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, And misogyny and shit on Fox Business. You know, sometimes they do business, but uh, they're in the business of fascism and misogyny. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I follow all those. I even have MSNBC. I was looking at a Mad Owl clip yesterday. Oh. And um and I, I save these joints, and I pick them, and obviously that one was to really belabor the not a drag queen point. Mm-hmm. That was mostly it, just to belabor that point. Yep. All right. Now... We do a comfortable, cozy transition, Phoenix Collider style. Yes. All right. How do you do it Phoenix
2: Collider style? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Let's find out. Let's find out together.
0: You ain't cool <laughs> unless you pee your pants. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, really? Children pee their pants. Appreciate educators. Let's move forward.
10: As part of our back to class coverage, we're hearing from members of the LGBTQIA community. We've seen battles over books and pronouns and policies happen at schools across the country and right here at home. So tonight we stopped by a panel discussion hosted by the Human Rights Campaign. Students and teachers got to speak about what's on their minds right now. That. We're just like any other kid. Nico is a transgender high school student in Arlington. I'm applying to colleges. That's stressful. And it's not because I'm a trans kid. It's just because it sucks. I'm just like any other kid. And the fact that this is impacting my life is just because people are making this the most important thing about me when it isn't the most important thing.
0: They really are. They're just fucking kids. My goodness, like I'm at, like in retrospect before when I was growing up, I didn't give a hell. Mm -hmm. But in retrospect, I'm glad I went to school with a transgender kid in elementary and junior high right before like some, you know, somebody could propagandize my little brain against it. Mm -hmm.
10: You don't care. (laughs) Tonight's panel hosted by the Human Rights Campaign was streamed across the country. The audience heard from six panelists, including Nico Cheston Buttigieg, husband of the transportation secretary. Please,
0: uh. uh. You don't like you don't like Cheston Buttigieg. Yeah, he don't shut the fuck up. You're not. You're not. I don't even know who this cat is. That's Pete Buttigieg's husband, right? Yeah, they said husband of the. Yeah, I noticed that they didn't say, yeah, Pete's, they did name. say Pete's name. They didn't say Pete's name. I like if I didn't know like politics, I wouldn't have known who they were talking about.
2: Which. Is he that unpopular? Yes! <laughs> God! Yes! Damn. And not because he's gay. Well, I mean, if, if yeah, you're a right-winger you're because to. he's gay, but. <laughs> yeah, like, that. that's
0: kind of, because this is, you know, one of the regular news stations. This ain't, right? Like, I'm sure they're going to flash the name of the news station up soon, but my goodness, yeah, like, that
2: was an editorial choice. It was. It was. <laughs> oh and an appropriate one at that. <laughs> he's so- and are
10: not the problem. And Jane Foster, an openly gay preschool teacher from Northern Virginia. We're going to teach them what is true and what is right. And so, you know, reading a book about two moms and
11: two dads and a gay family, that's the right thing to do because we have gay kids in our classrooms or in our communities that need to hear those stories.
0: And also, because they're stories. We're kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not a kid, but I have memories of just like, oh, they're going to do the story, especially, let me tell you something, all you folks that are educators or you want to go in education, do the funny voices when you read the stories. Yes. Kids dig that. Maybe love you... the funny voices. Yeah, go for it. Fuck it. Uh, Jimmy the gay mechanic, g- give him a funny Jimmy voice. Hey, I'm Jimmy the gay. He's my husband. The... How however you do it? But yeah, man, <laughs> fucking just read kids' stories. And it's preschool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, had the, I had the chance to go to preschool and Head Start. And yeah, man, just let the damn kids be kids. Get the Christians out of
10: there. Seriously. Ugh. Panel members touched on a lot the importance of having allies in school as policies targeting LGBTQ plus youth sweep the country and making sure all students and teachers, no matter how they identify, feel safe when they head to school no matter what policies are in place. It is so, so amazing to be in a space where people care about you and love you for who you this are.
2: This kid is going to have a future in politics. See the eyebrows and the hair and the articulation. That's the fact he was on
0: stage with Pete Buttigieg's husband. Huh? Comported themselves. Made a connection right there. They were like, hey, what's your, uh, what's your LinkedIn there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, if you connect on LinkedIn, it's a career move. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm not good at LinkedIn. The exact same stuff I post everywhere else, I post there. So, um...
2: I don't have a LinkedIn. Should I have a LinkedIn?
0: You absolutely should. Ugh. Yeah, and I'm just like
2: another fucking website I have to sign up for. Like,
0: yes, put it just on the, fills me
2: with dread at this point.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll take photos of you with your fancy slacks on and Ooh, put on yes. like some fancy top and mm-hmm. yeah, and
2: in front of the, the the the
0: sunflowers in the backyard. Yes, yeah, right in front of those. Crop it, boom. You in front of all those uh, healthy green leaves. Mm. Boom. That's a business shot. LinkedIn.
2: Oh, good. My phone just started automatically updating against my will. That's what we're talking about. Fine.
0: Just in case you were looking at notes, no, you weren't. No,
2: I wasn't.
10: (laughs) Virginia's Department of Education has issued model policy guidelines for this year. Several school districts in our area have decided to keep their old rules in place, and those rules allow students to be addressed by their preferred names and pronouns.
0: Right on.
2: I just want, like... I don't know who's gonna do it. I don't know if anyone, um, is willing to do it. But I would just like a teacher to go, um, like, absolutely, like, straight, uh like, very technical, very paperwork-heavy into, like, actually following these rules that they're putting in place, right? Because now they're... Because, like, they don't want trans kids to be able to identify by, like, a different pronoun or a different name. And they're saying, like, if you're using any name other than what's on your birth certificate, we have to call your parents. But you know, right, that, like, if you have a kid named James, you're not supposed to call their parents if he goes by Jimmy. I want that one teacher to be like, this is not on your child's birth certificate. I want you to know (laughs) that, like,
0: if a girl's <laughs> hair is cut shorter than shoulder length, yes. report
2: them. Right. Boy's
0: hair longer than ear length, report them. This is
2: what y'all wanted. Like, you're pretending, like, you don't want to deal with the paperwork and the fallout and the consequence, but this is what right wingers wanted deal with it if the kids go
0: (laughs) kids go into double digit age if the boys' voices aren't deep enough yet report them whole class yep right i got a but i got a bunch of fucking woke boys in here fix it yep (laughs) all right where are they going with it and the time is 452 folks i have a shift to get to it's very cool
6: record heat and pounding rain down south mudslides out west wildfires coast to coast president biden folks let
0: me tell you something in the year 2010 how many times i want to tell this story i don't care in 2010 i was like i need to get with the program i'm behind on technology i'm still using a house phone with a cord all right? Mm-hmm. 2010. And um, and I went ahead and I got this little cool thing called an iPod Touch. Fourth generation. It was the hippest new thing on the market. Literally got it like the hour it came out. Mm-hmm. Like I was at Walmart at like um, 12 a.m. and got it. And then took it home and, you know, programmed it up and made my little account and whatnot. And I was like, okay, there's these things called podcasts interesting and so i start listening to him and i was like wait a sec i used to record raps and sell cds out the backpack i can talk mm-hmm. i could do that and so i start i joined someone else's program while i learned how to make my own rss feed and whatnot and since joining that program and that was one of the first things i said in the first couple months of podcast material uh was folks when you see these clown conservatives, like, as soon as the temperature drops in October, November, they're like, man, I could go for some of that global warming. Remind them that it's extreme weather conditions Yes, will be the prime, will be the, like, the, the cause that you feel from climate change, global warming. Mm-hmm. Extreme weather conditions. Like, um, twice, at the beginning of this year, I had to stay overnight at work Because ice fell from the sky (laughs) and we're not talking about what sleet, hail, Mm -hmm. no ice (laughs) and it was just on the ground, it wasn't snow on the ground, it was ice on the ground, Mm -hmm. the entire you could not walk I had to go up to Walgreens and get a little heat pad so I could sleep in my little work office closet overnight and like I almost had to crawl all the way to that Walgreens because you can't walk. Mm-hmm. All right? Extreme weather conditions. Yes.
2: And I just want to point out that, like, Republicans aren't going to do anything because they're basically run by, like, weirdo conservative evangelicals. And this is... I cannot stress enough. I'm not kidding. I am not being hyperbolic. I am not joking. I am dead fucking serious. This is what conservative Christians want. The, fir- the faster they wreck the planet, the sooner the apocalypse happens, the sooner Jesus comes back. This is part of their theology. They will never fix climate change because this is what they want. They want climate disasters because they think it's bringing about the end of the world, which ironically it actually is, but they want that because that means Jesus is coming back. These people will never fix the fucking problem. Yeah. Stop trying to like do this work across the aisle shit.
0: Well, I suggest more you uh, white folks that have, um, you know, if you have the funding and the time, if you have the class privilege, join some white supremacist groups incognito. Pretend you are down with them. Hear the stuff they say behind closed doors. We do because it's our job and we hear leaked things and sometimes it maybe hits your news feed. Mm -hmm. But imagine what they
2: would tell you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can't even like begin to tell you how much weirdo ass shit I heard when I was coming up. Yeah, because yeah, and that was a big thing. Was like they were like, at the end of the world, there's going to be natural disasters everywhere, and non-white people are going to be in positions of power. Those were the two big things. Obama. <laughs> Obama. That damn very
0: black Negro camel hair Harris- black camel. <laughs> Kamala- and Bernie the Jew. And Bernie the Jew. And Elizabeth Warren, so white she's native. My God.
6: And in the face of these disasters, now facing new pressure to declare climate change a national emergency. it's All right,
0: Bi- Biden's under pressure, baby. What?
2: Isn't he right now, like, suing some kids out West who are, like suing the government because they said that they have the right to a clean environment and the Biden administration is telling them no I would look it up on my phone but it's still fucking updating but I'm pretty sure that's happening right now
6: oh no what (laughs) something Democrats have been hoping for for a while even before Congress passed that sweeping climate law last year
10: we are in an emergency and it is a worldwide emergency (sighs) speaking of
2: Warren
0: (laughs) what You don't think that Pow Wow Chow is an emergency?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is, but for very different reasons.
6: (laughs) It didn't happen then, but activists hope it will now.
2: President Biden, we need
6: your help. Declare a climate emergency. So what would that even do? Declaring an emergency can unlock special powers for a president in a crisis. I
0: hate. I hate this culture and its institutions and the way they're articulated. Unlock special powers. What the fuck kind of anime are you writing in your head?
2: Well, you know.
0: (sighs) I get it. Homegirl's reading the teleprompter. You're doing your job and you're doing Mm -hmm. a great job at it
6: without needing approval from Congress, thanks to a law passed nearly 50 years ago. Since then, every president has declared at least one emergency during their time in office. Former President Trump, for example, signing one in the pandemic. Former President George W. Bush declaring one after 9-11. Now, 57% of voters support the naming of a new national emergency on climate if Congress doesn't do more, according to recent polling. If President Biden were to do...
0: I'm pretty sure Obama declared an emergency. Mm-hmm. on uh, Black Lives Matter activists that will not just you know pull your pants up and be fathers.
6: That it could mean new incentives, for example, to cut greenhouse gas emissions, speed up EV production, and build more renewable energy centers. Are you prepared to declare a national emergency with respect to climate change? I've
9: already done that. We're, we're, we're moving. It's no, so you haven't. What?
6: He's already
9: done no, that. No,
0: you haven't. And remember how oh, when God. I was getting into janitorial work and um, and I was getting real nosy, mm-hmm. and so I would hang around these conference rooms and like poke my head in and listen, or I, you know, I look at their boards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in one where they uh, manufacture car parts, like they literally, uh, like I heard them say, All right, everybody, welcome to the meeting. Glad you're all here. All right, we're going to talk about how climate change is going to affect our production. Yep. And it was like, <gasps> and that was um 2021.
8: Hmm. We're moving. This is the existential threat to humanity.
2: So you've already declared that national emergency.
8: Practically system. speaking,
0: yeah. Practically speaking, you uh-huh. understand that. Practically uh-huh. speaking, yeah.
2: So I just want to point out that six days ago on Truthout.org. the headline says Biden no I can't look at your ad right now Uh, (laughs) Biden administration tried to block landmark climate change lawsuit as July heat scorched US Biden officials asserted there is no constitutional right to a stable climate system Hmm. that's fine it's fine everything's fine
0: I don't think you have a constitutional right to it ah man
2: yeah life liberty and pursuit of happiness just you know but not really
0: I'm going to help the climate. You mean, I'm going to do something illegal.
6: (laughs) But practically speaking is different from actually declaring it. Jesus. Again, I like these little stations.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And if he did, Republican. Wait, one more time. I love the way she nailed that line
6: speaking is different from actually declaring it and if he did Republicans would probably sue meaning the whole thing could land at the steps of the Supreme Court (laughs) (laughs) like
0: she's just feeding you the
2: nihilism this is a
0: great segment (laughs) it's just like hey leftists
2: nothing will be done. I think I also appreciate the fact that she has, like, the generic Midwest newscaster accent. Hmm. So, like, it sounds even more, like, like nonpartisan. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, this is just a straight-up reading of the facts. Do with them what you will. Again,
0: <laughs> I just assume everybody I like is an Emma Vigilant fan. That's where I am right now, <laughs> just, at least for the rest of the summer.
6: Eagle Challenge and an environmental one. It's not just the legal potential hurdles here. You already have the president facing the beginnings of political pushback from at least one member of his own party. Oh, that's
0: her, too. Yeah, she's palatable, too, right? She looks like she's, like, yeah. straight off the Mayflower, but kind of moderned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm
6: Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat, of course. Of course, Joe Manchin. Moderate Democrat, who just recently is... Pro- See oh! how she leaned on moderate? Moderate Democrat. Jesus, heard who that.
0: Ha- Hallie oh, yeah. Jackson now. Haley? Hallie? Hallie.
2: It's Hallie? Hallie. H yeah. A L L I E. Yeah, all right, Hallie Jackson. Jesus
0: Christ. I'm not. I does look she like have she's a leaning
6: into the camera. She looks irritated. Does she have a Twitter? Because shit. <laughs> Anshin, a Democrat, of course. Moderate Democrat, who just recently is promising to launch, in his words, a fight against what he describes as the Biden administration's radical climate agenda.
0: What he describes as. Every word is chosen so carefully. hmm The buoy border at the Rio Grande is at the center
12: of a hearing in Austin that started today. The Department of Justice sued Texas in July,
0: claiming the buoys are illegal. They say using the buoys really raises humanitarian concerns and ultimately threatens both... Excuse those super low decibels coming from this uh, newscaster. So this is about the, um, the buoys out there in Texas... Public safety and the environment. About public safety and the environment. um, Yeah, I'm going to hop through this one. Mm -hmm. But essentially, like, it's ongoing with Greg Abbott and the... um, the basically like sea knives like he basically just put fucking blades in the water
2: yeah he put basically saw like if you imagine like a round saw blade like those old timey cartoons like with the sawmill where you run the log through yeah he put those in between the buoys i see it in the image there yeah yeah
0: yeah right there i think if, if people looking at the video could probably see me hovering the mouse thing over the saw yeah like fucking ridiculous And that is still ongoing, but this particular news broadcast, clearly they record at ridiculously low decibels. I don't appreciate it. You don't appreciate it. And of course, their logo is not on the screen. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. Oh, okay. And they didn't even say the name of their program. Uh, Butt butt Funkers. Yeah. Butt Munchers. But wait, no, but no, people are into that now,
2: I guess. Eating ass is the only ethical consumption under capitalism, so I have been told. I don't know if everyone has the hygiene for that. (laughs) I assure you everyone does not. Fine,
0: folks are just out there just taking a risk.
6: And now from our 8 News Now investigators, an update on that apartment with no AC for most of the summer.
12: The tenant gave birth last week
2: yeah oh no
0: it's pro-life time. you see capitalism is pro-life and landlords are good and help and how huge is this white man on this thing look how big his hands fucking are big. look at how much taller he is than her fucking animal right and when people are sitting down they tend to even out Mm-hmm. jesus
12: and now her ac is out again 8 news now report kyle payne with more
13: nowhere nowhere I hear it, but nothing's coming out. Nothing's coming out of these vents at the home of Mariela Suarez and her newborn, baby Carol.
9: Two days, work the air conditioner, and no more. No mas. No mas. Almost
13: as hot inside as it is out.
0: No mas means no more. Oh, thank you. you. So I am helping again.
13: (gasps) Suarez says the air conditioner is blowing hot air all over the apartment. And they tell you this is supposed to cool the entire unit? Yes. It barely cools the room. Yes. this is horrible just like it was a few weeks ago when the 8 news now investigators went to her east las vegas apartment for the first time they had this portable unit given to them by the management company now she's using her own portable unit and she says she and her baby can barely get through the night it's hot it's hot again i called the manager and
9: nothing
13: nothing this time but last time she said the management company came out after our story aired and fixed it but it broke again before she gave birth and got home with her baby. It's bad. It's bad.
9: It's bad. It's no good.
13: Las Suarez and her newborn have a little luck on their side, because even though it's nice and sunny here at Tuscana Villas, it's not nearly as hot as it was in July.
0: I, you know, this is not a very important note, but he literally changed his tie to record outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait a second. I don't know why that just became so important to me. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he had on a different necktie inside the building fine. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, see? He has that bright pink necktie in the building, but then went oh, outside wait, that... and changed his jacket. Is that top... from the
2: previous segment?
0: Oh, are those from two different days.
2: Yeah, cuz they said they were there before she cuz the she's pregnant in the one shot. Oh. And now she's got the baby, so maybe I it's see just... there. Okay. Yeah
13: aired and fixed it but it broke Suarez and her newborn have a little luck on their side because even though it's nice and sunny here at Tuscana Villas it's not nearly as hot as it was in July when this all started. In the meantime they have fans which they hope can help them beat the heat. Reporting on Topaz and Tropicana Kyle Payne 8 news now.
12: At airtime we have not heard back from the management company spokesman Westland Real Estate Group based in California they previously told us that security health and comfort ...of their residence is their first priority.
7: You're comfortable <laughs> with teachers asking...
2: There's just, like, something that's so, like, I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it just sounds like shade when you repeat people's words back to them when they're lying to you. <laughs> so you, what you're saying, though, is that the safety and comfort of your tenants is your first priority. And you're making a newborn baby sleep somewhere that has no air conditioning when it's like 90 degrees out. But to be clear, that safety and comfort is your first priority, right? Like, there's just something shady about it. I appreciate yeah. it.
0: It's pro-life, as is this next segment.
7: You're comfortable with teachers asking 11-year-olds their sexual preference or their um, their pronouns then? Am I understanding that correctly? No, you are not.
5: okay.
2: <laughs> Which... <sighs> I actually do want to like, I know that sounded funny, but legitimately point out that is the way that they're trying to like abuse the language now Hmm. by asking, like they're saying that by asking a child, their pronouns, that you're asking them their sexual preference. Like, are you gay, straight? Are you sexually active? That's not what that means, but that's how uh, conservatives, that's like one of their new little things.
0: Which like, yeah, you're like for folks that like want to be on the fence and want to think everyone's opinions are valid and everyone should be heard. Try to think of a time where you've heard a conservative say something in good faith, not on a leaked recording. All right? Like, like we all know Richard Spencer. He seemed good faith when he was already just being the white supremacist he was. Mm-hmm. But that recording that Milo Yiggy Yappermouth dropped after Charlottesville? Oh, yeah. That was good faith. Mm-hmm. That was, like, your average white male Republican that's his real ideology Mm -hmm. is that recording you what you it's the one kind of thing where you want to play it but you're like i'll literally get demonetized for playing this yep i'm
14: sorry
7: absolutely or not don't put words into my mouth Tensions erupt at a
6: local school district, board meeting over a proposal requiring teachers to inform parents if their child changes their pronoun. KPRC2's Rowan Belogan is live at KDIS.
0: I sort of fuck, like I'm, like, biased. Like, to me, like, more handsome, good-looking people are on my side.
6: <laughs> like, I just, I just
0: assume that they're biased and they're with us because they're handsome folks. <laughs> That's funny.
10: The headquarters with a closer look at this plan. Rowan...
15: Now, this is our first time actually getting a look at the draft proposal itself. Here's a copy of it. Now, the three main points in the proposal involves parents' rights, gender identity, and preferred pronouns, all of which made for a pretty contentious school board meeting.
7: So when you spoke of your introduction said we're protecting children, what are we
10: protecting them from?
0: That's a good answer. I like that. But he, he is going to give what he thinks is an answer, though. hmm Get ready.
2: And also, just as a side note, this is why you should be concerned about who's on your school board. Yeah. Please pay attention to local politics. Like, I understand
0: that Mitch McConnell bothers you, but if you're not a Kentucky resident, you can't do shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on, like, literally, get nimby about Republicans. Not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. If enough of us not in my backyard, these Republicans, they'll be somewhere else plotting on how they're going to a terrorist attack against us so we'll have to get ready for that as well
12: we're protecting children from well for example uh, you know I don't want to get into the whole trance thing but we're protecting them,
0: a new gender policy. You see, Wh- what does that mean? And actually, I'm gonna um leave a longer 15 minute uh news segment at the end of the program mm. that uh that we will not comment on, I'll just let it play and and we'll uh exit stage left on that one.
15: See, proposal is at the center of this contentious KDISD board meeting. This is the draft. The board president says the point of the proposal is to make sure the district quotes ensure students are safe to learn and grow and not to engage in the social transitioning of students by making sure the district does not teach, share, instruct, train or otherwise require any students or other district staff to adopt, supports or otherwise promotes gender fluidity. Mm. Penelope Barr lives in the district.
2: Yeah, I
16: think the parents should be aware of it they're the ones raising that child the classroom is not and the educators are not that is a parent's job
15: ash hall is with the aclu of texas what
0: stands out as like the hubris of these people and their ideology it's like if your kid's keeping secrets from you that's a you problem
2: It is and also just the way that I would note that they they said of course they I don't want to get into the trans thing pretending this is about trans kids but the actual wording of the paper that they were showing says gender fluidity. Now keep in mind how many times have you heard a preacher say your boy got a limp wrist smack him till he act like a man.
15: Yeah, That's what that. the fuck
2: they're talking about. Right Pat Robertson used to say that shit. So many of these uh, like they aren't just talking about trans kids they're talking about Girls who like science too much. They're talking about boys who want to be cheerleaders. They're talking about androgynous kids. They aren't just talking about trans kids. They're talking about anyone who does not fit a preconceived 1950s white supremacist gender role. Please understand that.
0: Yeah. And by 1950s, you mean 1950s in a very Jim Crow fashion.
2: In a very Jim Crow way.
0: Yeah, and yeah, there's another segment coming up that will speak to that.
10: The most in this particular policy to me is that it forces uh, faculty and staff to out students to their families and or guardians, and that's extremely dangerous.
15: Now the Board of Trustees anticipates voting on the proposal at its next board meeting on Monday. Live in Katie, Robon Belogan, KPRC Two News.
6: Every school library in
7: the second largest public school district in North Texas will remain closed this week. Fort Worth ISD is still reviewing books for sexual content. Around 100 books are now under question. The district has removed them from shelves during this review, which the district says is being done to comply with the Texas law that bans sexually explicit content, content from Texas public schools. That takes effect September 1st.
10: These books have value. These books have educational value that is broader than the several paragraphs that people are reading at a
7: school board meeting.
10: Uh, libraries have uh, traditionally uh been a place for students to find refuge and, uh, and the free exchange of ideas. And uh, I believe that that's how they should remain, right? But we're also uh, a public school district and we will be in compliance with all state laws.
7: Every campus library in Fort Worth ISD will remain
9: closed through this coming Friday. WGN investigates the possibility of a daycare crisis. Center operators say a change in rules that coincides with an ongoing staffing shortage will impact parents' ability to find a place to care for their children.
0: All right, you're all stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. You let me know when you want me to pause. Okay.
9: Here's investigative reporter Ben Bradley.
2: in the middle and get out. Get a
9: and him out.
3: Working in a daycare center requires never-ending energy combined with the patience of Job.
9: Okay. Guys, can you help me with the
3: <sighs> Markers, please. But some who run the facilities are warning a staffing crisis that began before the pandemic may be about to get
6: worse. We just don't have the staff to take care of the children.
9: Daddy, that's why daddy. So we know that's daddy, okay?
3: Sarah Stoliker is the head of a daycare owners and directors association. She says DCFS rules relaxed during the pandemic are being resurrected now, including a so-called three hour rule. It restricts the use of assistant teachers in rooms serving children aged two and under, requiring a certified teacher be present in the room for much of the day.
6: It takes time to become qualified to run a classroom. You need experience, you need education, we're just not getting the people to even respond to those job inquiries anymore.
7: We have eager staff members and are eager employees that are, are trying to work sorry? in the early childhood yeah. profession. Under- Unfortunately, yeah. we can't need those qualifications.
3: Karina Cortez is the director of Ivy Academy in Elgin. She has a waiting list for infants and toddlers, but a shortage of people qualified to teach them under the new rules. Besides, she says certified teachers want and need breaks provided by the assistants.
7: A human being can only work so many hours with love and joy in their hearts until they're burnt out. So it's going to become really uh, a struggle for us.
3: DCFS says it substantiated 292 complaints related to staffing in classrooms in the past three and a half years. They include a 2021 case in Will County where an assistant teacher gave kids points for hitting other children with a ball that resulted in an injury. Last year in Cook County, a one-year-old was left in her high chair the entire day without a teacher present for much of the time.
7: You gotta flip it over. Ready?
3: DCFS acknowledges the struggle to find staff. A spokesperson says even the three-hour rule was never intended to allow teaching assistants to supervise a room with babies and toddlers. The rep telling WGN investigates, DCFS believes this prohibition is necessary due to the vulnerability of the ages served. I understand their concept. Margaret Longren runs a daycare...
2: Oh, just uh, very fascinating. That's something that was allegedly designed to help children is actually hurting them in the long run. But again, this is the sort of thing where if you would have talked to the people who would be impacted, you may have had a different um, take on the policy. Maybe. Maybe.
3: Senator Shanahan, she insists the rules requiring fully certified teachers are not realistic.
9: People that go to college and have a degree don't want to work in a daycare center. They want to go get the public schools where they can get the pensions and the insurance benefits and time off paid
2: oh okay so people want to have good jobs There are
9: currently 2,800 licensed daycare
3: centers
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason nobody wants to work in like in child uh child care centers is because they don't pay well honestly and there's Mm. no benefits and that does you know ultimately you know call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever but I'm still convinced all these things are really designed to like literally forcing people back into a nuclear family model in poverty Just saying. That's that Phoenix Collier stuff. I'm just saying. We all know it's true. Mm Mm-hmm. In
3: Illinois, about 4% fewer than before the pandemic. Daycare center operators are appealing to their legislators to lean on DCFS to relax the rules on assistant teachers. If that doesn't happen, they claim many providers will have to cut their hours, and some could close. We checked. Neighboring states, including Indiana, have far looser regulations on daycare center staffing. Ben Bradley, WGN Investigates. When you yeah. head to Barton
0: Springs, pool. <laughs> Indiana's gonna go a little far in the other direction.
2: Right. That's the most annoying thing about like Chicago stories where they're like, but Wisconsin and Indiana right on our borders are doing yeah, okay, nobody wants to be Wisconsin and nobody wants to be Indiana. Calm <laughs> the fuck down. <laughs>
4: <I can't. laughs> many notice this pecan tree that has a lean to it. The one behind it is a separate tree.
11: Affectionately named Flo. Um We have some historical images that go back as far as the 1920s.
4: Joshua Erickson is the forestry program manager with Austin Parks and Recreation. He says the pecan tree could be as old as 120 years, a special tree loved by many of those who visit the pool. Say
11: uh, to the regulars here at Barton Springs, when you say, have you seen flow, they know exactly which tree you're referring to.
4: Last month, a park worker was checking the trees around the pool, as they often do
11: trunk and the retaining wall. There was a uh, a fungal fruiting body. It looks very similar to what we would expect to see of Kretschmeria, which is a common uh, tree pathogen that we see in central Texas. Um, It has, it's also known as brittle cinder fungus. There's not a treatment for Kretschmeria. Once it's established, it is actively decaying live tissue on the tree.
4: The city sent a sample to a plant diagnostic lab at Texas A&M where experts confirmed it was brittle cinder fungus. The tree does have supports on it.
11: After the diagnosis, we added this additional rope um, just to help reduce some of the end weight uh, on the end of the tree.
4: There are also barricades around the tree as a safety measure at the pool. The city is bringing in three independent certified arborists to provide a follow-up inspection and independent professional opinions.
11: Hoping to use that information to help us to guide those next steps.
0: yeah, I just want to know if anything profit driven is connected to the root cause, you know it is, right? So that that is uh what I, I found interesting in that particular one. Ooh. And look like my decibels ain't too strong. Hold on. Mm-hmm.
6: Record heat and pounding rain down south, mudslides out west, wildfires coast to coast. President Biden, in the face of these disasters, now oh. facing new pressure to declare climate change there, a national emergency. It's something. One?
0: Yeah, I think this played. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm getting hated on. Here hate we are.
10: Yes. Okay. Real brief, 17 seconds. We're covering Fairfax County where police have a suspect in custody charged in connection with some flyers full of hateful speech that were left in a few communities over the weekend. That suspect is a teen. They caught up to him at a Target store where he, the staff there told police that he had shoplifted there.
0: Uh, He was handing out anti-Semitic flyers. Mm. Yeah, I noticed in the clip she said hateful messages Uh, But in the actual video title that they published to YouTube said anti-Semitic. Okay. Uh Uh-huh.
12: After months of debate, you'll soon see Grand Rapids police drones high in the sky. Tonight, the Grand Rapids City Commission approved $100,000 to purchase eight drones for the police department. Mm -hmm. In multiple hearings this year, some of the community raised concerns over privacy. The police will not be allowed to use the drones for random surveillance. (laughs) Police Chief Eric Winstrom says... They'll be used for traffic crashes, search and rescues, tracking suspects on the run, crime scene investigations, and standoffs. They're expected to be ready by the end of next
17: month. It's I'm sorry. For the- that I'm that sorry. is the work. Because
0: the news clips' decibels were super low, but Venus Kalita laughing is super high, and I'm trying to move the thing between them, because you don't know when a laugh is coming.
2: I'm sorry. I couldn't stop them Because police aren't going to be allowed to use it to randomly surveil people. Who the fuck is going to stop them? Who?
0: The police.
2: police? <laughs> Get the fuck out you of here. You call the
0: police on the police.
2: Right. Super 911. All right.
0: Again, they're ne- I mean, this is a real simple thing to establish, right? An armed uh, institution that has its own version of jails and prisons cut the jails, only prisons, Mm -hmm. uh, that has its own version of prisons, Mm -hmm. and they do not consort with police. Illegal. Like, no recreation with police, no family members of police, and their job is to police the police. No civilians. Mm -hmm. If they see a civilian stab another civilian in the face, they can't do anything. Their only job is to keep
2: the police in line. Isn't that what IA is kind of internal affairs. Aren't they supposed to be the police who are policing the police?
0: No, they're just having affairs internally with the police. Well, I mean, they are,
2: they are, (laughs) (laughs) but isn't that what they're supposed to do is investigate the police.
0: Uh, I've never looked into internal affairs because I've never heard of them doing such a thing all
2: I can say is on every like pro cop propaganda show like Law and Order and fucking I don't know NCIS or whatever all those type of shows I know that the police always hate people from internal affairs huh it's like the military police They just not like them because they get a higher salary and more
0: chicks, dude.
2: Uh, They don't like them because sometimes they may put something in your report that prevents you from getting a raise, I guess. I don't know.
10: Ugh.
0: Eight-year organizers
12: are doing all they can to make the fair fun and accessible for everyone.
2: Oh, ableism story.
0: I thought this would be nice to include. okay. Yeah. It's time for the great state fair of Texas. Which is not a great way to add that in. Ableism story. Thought this would be nice. It's, pay attention, folks. Listen to it.
12: It's time for the great state fair of texas and for the fifth straight year organizers are doing all they can to make the fair fun and accessible for everyone and as such sensory friendly mornings are coming back this year on every wednesday while the fair is open 10 a.m until 1 p.m you will notice some adjustments to keep the fair fun for those who have sensory sensitivities things like quiet zones also of note parts of the midway where the lights and the sounds will be shut off for a period of time State fair runs uh, for quite a long time, four weeks almost, was it four or five? I think four, yeah. Yeah, returns September 29th, and we'll we'll all be out there then.
0: This is how we slow roll the normies into safe spaces, right? Hmm. Quiet zones. Hmm. All right, now this one, I don't know. I think I want to repost it and label it something like, American goes full American on another American going full American. <laughs>
12: newly released surveillance video showing a Cass County gas station customer firing seven shots at a suspected armed robber, all while holding a six-pack of light beer.
10: The shooting seriously injured the suspect, who had armed himself with a box cutter.
12: Now, the customer waiting to learn if he'll face criminal charges. Target 8 investigator Ken Kolker
8: has those details, all new at 6. You know I am here is how the robber announced himself at the Stone Lake Marathon here in Cassopolis about three weeks ago. The video shows the customer holding a six-pack of Miller Lite as the suspect, dressed in black, bursts in on July 27th. The suspect, identified as a 35-year-old Dwajak man, pulls a mask over his face. Another angle shows the suspect approaching the store clerk. Police say he threatened the clerk with a box cutter. The customer, who has a valid concealed carry permit, told police he could not see what was in the robber's hand, but he could see the look of fear in the clerk's face. Video shows the customer pulling a handgun and firing three shots, then another three, all while holding that six-pack. It appears one of those shots hit a liquor bottle. He fired the final shot several seconds later. Bullets struck the robber in the arm, the back, and the face. The customer told police the suspect fell to the floor but was crawling toward him. He held him at gunpoint until police got there. Cass County Prosecutor Victor Fitz says he's waiting for police to finish the investigation before deciding whether to file criminal charges against the customer. Obviously, there are some people who would consider the shooter a a hero. An American. Well, in Michigan, obviously,
12: it's clear that we do have defense of others as, as part of the, the law in Michigan, that uh, you can defend others if they're in, in a situation where there's, there's dangerous force being used against them. Uh, and certainly in this case, uh, you know, we'll be looking at the facts in regard to that.
8: Target 8 reached out to the man who fired those shots, who lives about four blocks from the gas station, but he declined to comment. The victim of the robbery wouldn't go on camera, but said, quote, he saved my life. The suspect was released from the hospital yesterday and arraigned here in Cass County on three charges, including armed robbery. Because he's a three-time convicted felon, he could face up to life in prison. In Casablanca, Ken Coulter News 8. Now
12: in one breaking news in downtown so, L.A. We're yeah, doing okay. rallies are facing off LGBT. Right. Yes.
2: I just want to point out that, like... Regardless of how you feel about that story, don't ever, ever, ever talk to police because if the customer gets charged, it's going to be because of what he told police. Where he said, I didn't know the guy had a weapon, but the clerk looks scared. So you didn't know he was armed and you just started shooting is what happened. Yeah. Don't talk to fucking cops, man. Ever, 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 ever. (sighs) All right. And this one
0: we uh well hell we made it i just because i'm looking at it and i see a countdown of 14 minutes and change so this is indeed the one that i wanted to uh wrap it up on and kind of let this one play out for you i guess if you want to post up and maybe comment a little bit on it Mm -hmm. but this is the closer
12: now in one breaking news in downtown la where dueling rallies are facing off lgbtq groups are countering parents rights protesters in a heated exchange over school curriculum. Good afternoon this is the KTLA 5 News at 1. I'm Glenn Walker
10: and I'm Lou Parker. The dueling rally is getting heated at times and breaking out into shoving matches as police try and keep the two sides apart.
12: KTLA 5's Chip Yost joining us live now from downtown LA with more on this breaking story. Chip.
17: Uh, Yeah, right now we've got the LAPD with a skirmish line right here right in front of LAUSD headquarters There is a small group uh, smaller than what you're going to see in a moment a smaller group uh, Of folks who are in favor of LGBTQ rights and against what some of the people in this other group are about to show you are here Protesting or something they're asking for if you go over here This is kind of the bigger rally. This is Leave Our Kids Alone. This is a group that started its rally earlier this morning by City Hall. They're basically asking for some of the same things that some parents in other school districts have been asking for recently. They want parental rights in the sense that if a child comes to school, say a fifth grader and tells the teacher they want to be
0: pointing out a misinformation moment right there um it has not been parents it has been people that don't even live in the city yep yeah it's been all these it's basically been street gangs proud boys and whatnot yeah mom
2: that well moms for liberty the the mothers of the proud boys really yeah (laughs) yeah right
0: the so they're the daughters of the confederacy and Mm, the the mothers mothers of of the proud Proud boys Boys. Ooh Mm -hmm. fine
17: Treated as say if the little boy named Johnny wants to be treated as a little girl named Susie They want to be notified if that happens and they it's say it's a parental Also right. I just
2: want to point out that it says leave our kids alone Wouldn't leaving your kid alone being li- let them fit, like pick their own fucking pronouns Like that is leaving them alone actually Yeah Like what the fuck
0: <laughs> Leave our kids al- You leave my kid alone Right? Right, because I swear, these people, they act like they're the only parents. hmm They always say parents' rights. All right, well, I'm a parent. Now, what? My right not to be around your fascist
2: kid. Exactly. That children
0: of that age don't have pri- the same privacy rights
17: we do. If something like that happens, a big behavioral change... That is worth noting. Notified. They're they...
2: straight up arguing that children do not are not entitled to privacy rights. That is such an important like cornerstone of fascism. Is like starting young with the idea that you have to always answer to like um, some sort of authority figure that is constantly watching you. Like you are not allowed to be your own person.
6: Yeah,
4: like
2: start them off young. And right, if
0: that's children don't have privacy rights for the reasons you stated there. The um, and then if anyone who's not, I don't know. Ethnically aligned with you, mm-hmm. ideologically aligned with you, mm-hmm. is essentially childlike to you, mm-hmm. then they also shouldn't have rice and you should monitor their period. Mm-hmm. You should have police cameras in their neighborhood. Yes. You should actually be a cop that lives in this suburban area, but you but you service this part of town, because mm-hmm. they just need your supervision to function.
2: They do. And like, you know, not to go in like to a whole like swap thing, but um, that is actually more like with the COSA bill that they're trying to pass right now to which will basically just be an online surveillance bill. That is very much tied into this. The idea that children are not entitled to privacy, and by default, anyone who you disagree with is childlike in their nature because they're a victim right because that's like what they uh, the underlying idea is that if you don't agree with their ideology it's because you've been victimized in some way but you're so broken as a victim you need a savior to speak for you that's where all this shit comes from like these are the same people trying to like ban anything gay on the internet same fucking people
4: yeah.
17: Want to be treated as say if the little boy named Johnny wants to be treated as a little girl named Susie, they want to be notified if that happens. They say it's a parental right. Sorry, of I'm sorry. I can't like stop
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> But also, when he says that, what the fuck does that mean? A little boy named Johnny wants to be treated like a little girl named Susie. What does that actually mean? In pre- like, what is different? Does Susie get a different education than Johnny?
0: And also, what is treated like? Right. Like, what does that mean? And that also shows that clownservatives thinks that <laughs> boys and girls, like, prepubescent should be treated differently. Yep. And I think about, like, when I was first, um, I, I always, I come across young women in the workplace, and I propagandize them to feminism, which, surprisingly, a lot of people have never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Don't know the word, haven't heard the concepts. I, I again in 2020 my last couple weeks in illinois i pointed out to a 62 year old woman that girls get called bossy when they're just acting like leaders Mm -hmm. and she's like i never thought of yeah yeah and uh same thing with the 23 year old and like and like i was you know propagandizing her day one she comes back day two and she's like You ever notice that girls get blamed a lot for stuff boys do?
2: Yes. yeah I have yes.
0: let's talk about <laughs> it <laughs> and it's like so are you saying you gonna treat my little boy like the way we treat girls in our patriarchy that we say is good for girls Mhm. which is always the concern there's so little concern about um like a transgender boy or trans men yep so yeah. little and this is something you pointed out to me back in 2014 you were like people are, like, offended that you're giving up male privilege that they deny exists.
2: hmm <laughs> Yeah. It's wild. And I think also, like, on the note that you're, you know, noting that these are prepubescent children, which also ties into the whole, like, bi- biology, natural woman, natural girls, natural boys, biological men. But if it's so fucking natural, why are you instilling these fucking t- stupid ass gender roles into prepubescent children if it's natural they'll figure it out on their own
0: yeah just walk into it
2: right if it's so fucking natural but no you're fucking coercing it from the earliest of ages and that's because all women are caregivers no it's just that you buy them dolls
0: no when i was a baby <laughs> i kept chewing tobacco in my diaper <laughs> right I had a 30 yard six on my big wheel i was a man <laughs> don't have the same privacy rights we
17: do if something like that happens, a big behavioral change. They believe parents should be notified. They want LAUSD to adopt a policy similar to what other school districts have that would require teachers and administrators to notify parents if something like that were to happen in school where their child asked to be identified as a different gender than what they were born as. Now, we're going to bring in Captain Manny Chavez. He's right over here, Captain Chavez, if you don't mind coming in here. Uh,
0: uh, huh?
2: Gender is a social construct. You can't really be born as a gender. I
0: don't know.
2: Like, what the fuck? What (laughs) the fuck? My
0: God. But for them, it's the same thing. Less words, less definitions. More, right? Like, they want to really just go back to, like, grunting. Yeah, they do. Now, Captain Chavez, this has kind of developed kind of over the last couple of hours.
17: It started downtown... This group here was marching to LAUSD. At some point, you all decided uh, you needed to kind of keep these two groups separate. Tell us what happened and kind of what's going on now.
9: Yeah, absolutely. So initially, this started at uh, Grand Central Park in downtown Los Angeles. We have the parental rights group that you over here and an opposing group. Uh, We had some information and some intel that there would be an opposing group so our stance was to just facilitate the intel
2: just a a little subtle propaganda it's parents rights group a parents rights group versus an opposing group not even saying what the opposing group is or what they're opposing just parents rights and the opposition parents rights and like there's a propaganda to that
0: yeah i was looking at the pig's face and not just because he's a pig but like uh just his face and i was like oh he's 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 picking he's chosen a side
2: Mm -hmm. i mean the fact that he's wearing the badge means right yeah yeah, they're
0: pigs already (laughs) and then like uniquely the lapd
13: Mm
0: -hmm. right like the la like they are like a punchline in police brutality Mm -hmm. even more so than the nypd or the chicago pd they are the joke of brutality
9: first amendment rights keep the peace the parental rights group then marched down Spring Street, to third, came over. Uh, unfortunately, the opposing group met this group here, uh, at which point there were some things done, items thrown, some violence, which uh, forced us to uh, declare an unlawful assembly. Okay, and then also we saw our camera... Wait,
2: dre- so he just said that they were there to protect people's First Amendment rights and then arrested people for wrongful assembly?
0: Because some things were done, <laughs> items thrown... <laughs> I love the. Some things were done. Clear this is not a teleprompter. Like this cat is just like, all right, they were live, and I gotta do this. Please give me a script. I <laughs> saw a couple of people being taken into custody. I think at least two. Maybe there's more.
17: You'll let me know if there's more. But tell me what was the situation there where these folks were taken into custody?
9: You know, preliminary information is that some of them were uh, becoming violent, pushing officers. Uh, they may have been throwing some items. Them who though? Which side?
2: Yeah, right. I'll, I'm I'm just noting they're showing the American flags at this point of the B-roll. Oh, so uh, I'm sure that's not that's on purpose, work. but I'm just noting.
0: <laughs> nah, I wish I downloaded that clip of uh, Riley Freeman throwing the chair. <laughs>
9: Officers went in and
0: made arrests. Okay. What, going forward, what do you expect? What do you want
17: the folks in the downtown area? Because now you've got a number of streets here, right? Uh, this is, I believe, right over the 110 freeway. Where Jesus
0: Christ, I'm looking at the police formation blockade, kind of like a Tetris piece, mm-hmm. how they're lined up. Holy shit, they go all the way to the sidewalk. No one can escape.
2: Yep. Kill zone, you say?
0: Folks, don't protest. Don't pro Like... The pigs are on the side of the people you're protesting against. And if you're protesting the pigs, you're in their pen over right now so a lot of
17: streets here in the downtown area shut down because of this what can people expect going forward.
9: Uh obviously in the next few hours, you know we're gonna take our time out here. Our goal here again is to continue to facilitate the First Amendment rights, keep the peace. So a couple majors into downtown there's gonna be continued hard traffic closures for the next couple of hours they can expect that. Captain thank you very much for
0: keeping us informed. I heard somebody say white supremacists on that loudspeaker thing. Mm-hmm. I heard that shit Okay, that, that that's somebody from my side yelling. Yes. I heard that. And I
9: keep the peace. So, a couple of majors into downtown. There's going to be continued hard traffic closures for the next couple of hours they can expect we'll that. Oh no, that's one of
0: their side. He said they're going to call you a homophobe or call you a racist or call you a white supremacist. Which you he, are. But yeah. Okay. Also, keep in mind, those words mean nothing. There is no need for when you're disagreeing with a white supremacist to say you're being a white supremacist. They know it and they like it and they're immune to the word. It means nothing. All right. This is what I do. Call them what they want to be called. And also calling them what they want to be called means they can't report you on social media and get your account banned. Mm -hmm. You know what frustrates them the most, especially in the the Christian debate group? Mm Mm-hmm when I call them Western culture people. Yes. And <laughs> yes. I say, you're acting like a Western culture person. And every once in a while, I want to be like, why don't you tell me exactly what you mean by that? So they can report the comment uh-huh. and get me banned.
2: Like, Oh, I-, I thought you were just supporting Western culture. Are you not? Yeah. Do like, you not like your culture?
0: Yeah. Right. And if you think about it, that's what we've essentially, and I think it's, it's not an art but it should be. It's like a lost art that folks didn't know they were doing with just calling them what they want to be called with a negative connotation, mm-hmm. right? Cuz again, you look at that statue, what is it? General Lee, and it says the Confederacy to preserve white supremacy. Mm-hmm. They do not want to be called that anymore. Right. They want the statue but they don't want you to read what's on it. Right. <laughs> right or or just notice like in your regular life, especially if you're a non-white person. Be near another non-white person and a white person in earshot and say the word white. <laughs> Watch the white person perk the fuck up. What you talking about? What you're talking about Willis. <laughs> <laughs> they do not like the idea of you saying the word white as of late. Definitely mm-hmm. at least in the past decade and a half to two decades. yeah, They're getting uncomfortable with that. Start saying Western culture Western when culture. you're talking about things and people you don't like.
2: WCPs, Western culture people.
0: Yeah. Right? And and then start saying it. like And again, say that in earshot now. Be like, oh man, is that a... Nah, there's a WCP in front of me in line. We're gonna be here forever. You know how they are,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can make anything a slur if we try hard enough. Yeah, I have faith in us. Teamwork makes the dream work. Okay. Well,
0: also keep in mind, it's like, and Fiends Leaders' faith is not unfounded, right? Because look at what they do, right? Like, um, that whack dude that essentially works for the Daily Wire that made a country record. Uh, Blaze. And- the blaze, not yeah. the did my bad daily. The blaze, that's a Glenn Beck's joint, and um, and then had someone that was with those things. Like they had all these right wingers propagandize that song as the new working class anthem because mm-hmm. they have to force themselves into culture yep. because they're not naturally in the culture right. because like. The trajectory of, uh, uh, of humanity doesn't want what they have to offer,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? And so, be, so, yes, we can make it a slur because those of us that progress are the culture, yeah. are the progenitors of culture.
2: I mean, shit, like, look at how they're doing Karen now. Like, there's now actual fucking think pieces in, like, the New York Times about Karen as a slur and misogyny. Because apparently noting that white women use their white privilege and white tears to terrorize non-white people is misogyny.
0: Yep. And then, I swear, like, let's just do it faster, right? Every year, let's pick another name we don't like and ruin that one. (laughs) We can just do that. Because also, keep in mind, especially with monetizing grifters, people who may be right-leaning or left-leaning... If they just want to monetize content, they're going to put the word Karen in there. Yeah. You type in Karen Mix, Karen Remix, Karen Rant, Karen goes off the rails. People are getting hundreds of thousands and millions of views of start uploading and using that. Mm-hmm. And if we show them that you can monetize this next word, they're going to do it. Yep. Let's, yeah, let's, let's run the fucking monopoly board on these bastards. Monopolize culture, right? They monopolize violence. Yeah. Fucking at least we have culture Cry. Captain, thank you very much uh, for keeping it. A- you didn't get a word in. I just ranted. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> My bad. You got anything?
2: Oh, no. No, I just, oh, I'm agreeing that <laughs> it's definitely something that we should make a slur and like attach a negative connotation to it. Western culture is a negative thing. It should have a negative fucking connotation.
0: Yeah. Like that's actually like, cause, um, I wear dashikis to work it. I don't, we're not going to get through this 15 minute segment. I'm going to have to go to work. <laughs> but, um, i guess i could just let it play and shut up but i wear dashikis every day and part of that is so that i can answer the question and say western culture to people right like when people like you wear that like you from africa no i was raised here but my mother knew better to raise me aligned with western culture we're just we're against that (laughs) (laughs) and i say it to anyone that asks
2: that's fucking hilarious
0: yeah informed on that let's show you one more time we're going to walk down to this other rally we'll
17: show you one more here like i was saying this group here a bit smaller there's one group involved here called ground game uh, helped organize this but i was talking to a number of the people in this group and they mentioned that it's a kind of a number of different groups involved some of them here people here just God. independently not with any group just,
2: the way that they made it sound like they needed police and i'm looking at this clip like i just see all these fucking pigs just say how much money is this costing the city right now for them to just fucking stop stand there and do nothing
0: with their sunglasses and helmets on they got to put on their cool gear Mm
2: -hmm. got to put on my
0: riot gear and stand outside and the way they turned around in unison at the news person we are not going to get through this 15 minutes I guess I could let the rest play while I um, scoop the cat litter and put on my work pants.
4: Oh, okay.
0: They're yeah. called ground game. Actually, uh, you know helped how organize, to organize this, but I was
17: talking to a number pause. of the people in this group and they mentioned that it's a kind of a number of different groups involved. Some of them here, people here just independently, not with any group, but generally speaking, the folks I talked to say they oppose what the other group is pushing for as far as those policies we were talking about with the LAUSD. So you see the group over there? I'm gonna follow our photographer over here. Um, he's gone on.
2: Just wanna note our side is wearing masks. And
17: over here, see if we can talk to someone over here real quick. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Um, Zach, are you able, we're live right now. Are you able to?
16: Yeah,
2: us the
17: guy. Oh, Constantine, okay. Constantine, Chip with KTLA. Um, just tell me real quick, we were just talking a little bit about what brought some of your group out here. Your...
2: Oh, my man got on the sag after shirt. Okay, okay. We support unions and uh, queer rights up in here. You're
17: opposed to some of the things they're pushing for on that side over there. Tell me, what is it you oppose about the policies they're pushing for?
14: Well, I would actually like to say I'm not opposed to what they're pushing for. What they're standing for is an ability for parents to have input and to excuse their kids when there's uh, issues they disagree with. Now, that's been true at LASD for decades. The problem is there's a misinformation campaign happening over there that the reason they're not allowed to do uh, to pull their kids out is because there's some uh, a larger conspiracy to to groom the kids into some weird pedophilia ring. It's it's a horrifying uh, uh, ideology that they're pushing over there. Well, let's talk uh, specifically about one.
2: And also worth noting what he's saying is uh, absolutely true. These are like, we're talking about parents' rights as if parents haven't had any rights. Historically, they have always had rights with schools. Um, They have always had a right to know these sort of things.
17: One of the policies they're asking for, one of the policies they're asking for, and we've heard this in other school districts in Southern California, is that they feel they should be notified if their child asks a teacher to treat them as a different sex than what they were born as. So, say, a little fifth grader named Johnny comes in and asks that he now wants to be addressed as Lisa and, say, use the girls bathroom they think that's a situation they should be notified about and they want to be notified within three days do you disagree with that at all
14: so there's a um, there's a three-word phrase that is used to diagnose kids who claim to be transgender uh, it's called persistent consistent and insistent um, this is like medical professionals uh, psychologists They are the ones who make the determination that the kid is very persistent in claiming that their gender is different than what they are currently. That they are insistent that they need to be changed and that they're consistent in the phrasing that they're using and it's not random and new and different. When we look at it through the lens of a medical diagnosis, we are not asking teachers to make those diagnoses, to say, oh, the kid is actually thinking this way, let me call the parents and do that. The policies we have in place, not only in LAUSD, but I'm from Burbank, I'm the mayor of Burbank, we have it there, we have it across the state, up and down California, that if a teacher hears something, that it's not their place to start informing parents, right? Only if it becomes a true uh, need for the child, but, If that kid is fearful, if the kid has expressed concerns that by saying this type of um, new information to their parents or family members, puts them in danger, now we've got a situation where the teacher is in a position of possibly harming the child by informing the parent. So there's a lot of nuance to this, and we have to be able to allow the individual teacher and the the school psychologist to work through that with the family. I think that's a long way of saying you don't agree with having a policy that would inform the parents if a child says something like that. You cannot have a blanket policy. Uh, A one-size-fits-all policy has failed in every way that we've tried to implement it.
17: And Constantine, real quick, are you here with a group? I know we were just talking about there's different groups here. Are you here with a group? Uh, so there's
14: a number of groups here. Uh, obviously, uh, the largest group that's put this together is Queer Nation LA. They've done a really great job putting this together. I'm here as an individual. Uh, I'm not here as the mayor of Burbank. I'm way outside my district. But I am running for county supervisor, and I believe that LA County needs to address these issues and support all of the 88 cities and local school districts that are dealing with this. And so I'm putting that at the forefront of my campaign. Hey, well, thank you very much. Talking we're going to try to make our way down let's go here to the sidewalk we don't want to walk through the skirmish
17: line here uh, we're going to make our way to the parental rights group now if we could take i think do we still have sky five hd up there i believe we do uh, you can kind of see a, you probably have been seeing if it's up there kind of a broader view of the situation here and like i said it is as you can tell there a smaller group on that side and just so you know the, the folks taken into custody were on that side of, of the skirmish line where we were just at uh, now we're making our way down here to the Leave Our Kids Alone uh, rally that's going on. They had intended to have this rally in front of LAUSD headquarters. They had to stop here because of the skirmish lines. They're now at third in Beaudry, um just you know, half a block away. So they've got the streets blocked off, and it looks like they're going forward with the, the rally they had planned, just in a slightly different location. Um, so as we come up here, we're going to kind of cut through some of these uh, photographers here, uh, as you can see, as they're getting some footage and make our way and we want to find and make sure there's a different skirmish line here because there's a, some things you don't want to do with skirmish lines. You don't want to upset the officers and go through. So thank you, sir.
2: Keep saying skirmish lines like some shit's actually going down.
17: Uh, so here we go here. You see somebody is up there speaking. This is my first time. I'm going to tell you, we just got here before I just got here. We've had cameras here all day. I just made my way down here. Um, can... Excuse me, sir. Right. We're live on KCLA right now. Um, you can this right mind if we ask you, are you a parent uh, in LAUSD? I'm a parent at GUSD, Glendale Unified School District. What, what uh, brought you out here? Why do, why do you believe? Um, why did you believe you needed to kind of make your voice heard here today?
16: Uh, because I think that, you know, parents have the right to teach their kids the right morals and right values. And they're not allowing that. They're trying to take everything away from us, and we're standing with all the parents and making sure that doesn't happen. And what about this policy?
17: Uh, you're, you're, you're the policy they're pushing for. Uh, this group that would require parents to be notified if their child uh, identified as a gender different than what they were born as. Do you agree that that policy needs to be?
16: 100. percent Because you know, uh, there was one time during these uh, during COVID that you know my son was being asked questions on on the computer, and one of the questions questions was are you male female or you know listed other listed and we don't want that to happen because we have the right we want the right to control our kids and they're not allowing that so they're trying to push it they're trying to put
2: push- the right to control our kids. Fucking thank you for being honest. other
17: agendas, and we're against that. So. Do you think there is any middle ground between the side up there? One gentleman we talked to up there just said he agrees to a point of notifying parents, but he doesn't want to blank a policy, basically implying that because some parents aren't as understanding as others, and harm might come to that some children. That is true. That is definitely not true. We're not against LGBTQ. You know,
16: we have friends, we have neighbors, we have everybody that's around us you know but we're not against them there's people out here that are lgbtq and they're with us standing with us they're yeah they're saying that it's not right for the kids to be taught things that you know once they grow up there in high school they're gonna learn all that which that's how we did I, you know I grew up here but now that I'm seeing that you know they're trying to push it on elementary school kids kids that don't really understand they're still sponge trying to learn you know we, we got to drift into the right direction not the wrong direction what was your name sir? Name Chris Cedar. Chuck Botts. Okay, well, thanks for talking I appreciate it so that's it from now we'll leave you with that but I'll kind of show you some of the footage over
17: here you see someone's on a stage a kind of a pickup truck stage if you will Uh, Oh, actually, he's not on stage. He's right over here on the ground there. So uh, this is uh, from live downtown, still going on. Don't know how long these streets are going to be blocked off. Uh, But for now, we're going live in downtown L.A. I'm Chip Yost. We'll send it back to you.
12: All right. Chip Yost getting both sides of that issue. We're going to.
7: All right, now to that heated face-off in downtown LA, a parental rights group clashing with LGBTQ supporters over transgender notification in LAUSD schools. The marchers say they do have the right to know if their kids identify as transgender.
15: But LGBTQ advocates, they say this could put students at risk if their families are not accepting. KTLA's Chip Yost joins us live from downtown LA. Chip.
17: Yeah, hey there, Pedro and Sandra. We are here at LAUSD headquarters, where the LAPD had to be called in earlier to keep the peace between two different groups who had very different views on parental rights.
1: Hello.
17: Outside the Los Angeles Unified School District headquarters Tuesday, parental rights oh. groups hello. squared yeah, off yeah. against yeah. a smaller group of LGBTQ supporters over LAUSD policies involving children. The parental rights group say LAUSD officials should be required to notify parents if, for example, a boy comes to school and tells the teacher he now wants to be identified as a girl. Oh, we this want in over to law a
8: parental notification it's, it's, it's measure to, us, though, though. Uh, to let oh, us yeah. in on how our child is being raised but the fact of the matter is we have people who are fighting us against it because they want to hide things from parents some on the other side said such a blanket
14: policy could be harmful if that kid is fearful if the kid has expressed concerns that by saying this type of New information to their parents or family members puts them in danger. Now we've got a situation where the teacher is in a position of possibly harming the child. One moment. As things got tense between the two sides, the
17: LAPD formed skirmish lines to keep the two sides separated, and at least three people were seen being taken in to custody.
9: Tell me, what was the
17: situation there where these folks were taken into custody?
9: You know, preliminary information is that some of them were uh, becoming violent, pushing officers. Uh, they may have been throwing some items. At uh, which point, that's when our officers went in and made arrests. Now, as you could probably tell from that Sky 5 HD video, a
17: number of streets here in downtown had to be closed while this was going on. However, both groups have now dispersed in the streets here in downtown are back open
2: this guy right here oh yeah you know my son was being asked values
17: and make our way and we want so thank you sir uh, why do you believe um, why did you believe you needed to kind of make your voice heard here today
16: uh, because I think that you know parents have the right to teach their kids the right morals and right values and they're not allowing that they're trying to take everything away from us and we're standing with all the parents and making sure that doesn't happen. And what about this policy uh, the policy they're pushing
17: for uh, this group that would require parents to be notified if their child uh, identified as a gender different than what they were born as. Do you agree that that policy needs to be
16: 100 percent because you know uh, there was one time during these uh during covid that you know my son was being asked questions on on the computer and one of the questions was are you male female or you know listed other listen and we don't want
0: that to happen because we have the right that shit has been available since i was a teenager on things yep same male female other Other. and then like as things like i got into my early 20s and you would get prefer not to say Mm -hmm. that's been there and that cat he may very well be younger than us we're in our in 40s now I know there are new young fascists coming up behind Mm -hmm. us and that is so annoying
2: and also (laughs) like again like I can't stress the white supremacy of it because there are other cultures that have more than two genders why can't someone from a different culture express their third jet? Like, why are they being denied their culture because you feel queasy? We want the right
16: to control our kids, and they're not allowing that. So they're trying to push we it. Right to our kids. So to push we want the right to control our kids, and they're not allowing it. By
2: asking, your, by asking your child, male, female, or other, they're controlling your children. It's not even We're a slip. Do you think
17: there is any middle ground, ground between the side up there? One gentleman we talked to up there just said
2: but yeah i think that's about that yes all right all right i'm back you're back i'm sorry i can keep right, talking oh. if you're not <laughs> done oh, oh no
0: we are uh, wrap up program folks this is how it's done right get up Ugh, it's 2 a.m show prep get ready get the news <laughs> in order get the video ready to broadcast get the audio ready all right and i gotta get out here to this gosh darn shift uh gonna go ahead and um just deal with some different personalities folks all right
2: <laughs> you're gonna go where we all go
0: uh, to the the great the great beyond
2: mm-hmm.
0: i interact with a a cat at work that spent 37 years in the penitentiary and he swears i have the ugliest hands he's ever seen in his life i don't know what that says about me <laughs> i work with a QAnon. honorn. <laughs> a literal QAnon, like the real deal like, it's so ill to meet like, cause there, you come across ass clown mm-hmm. conservatives mm-hmm. like there's a cat on the line that um people are trying to figure out why he's so annoying, be nosier folks, alright, he left his phone face up with the screen on, and he has that thing on his neck where you know those are speakers oh yeah, which I might invest in some of those after some overtime checks roll in in a few months, mm-hmm. because that's the schnart. Mm-hmm. Right? Just on your neck. Because it's not headphones. Yeah. And it's not like a Bluetooth you got to lug around. Like, that's right. a dope invention. Or really just a modification. It's a dope modification. But his phones face up, I look at it. Podcast application open. Thumbnails are all there. Bill O'Reilly. Sean Hannity. Like, it was just the Fox News rundown in podcast form. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a personality to have. I have the QAnon, I have the prison guy who thinks my hands are hideous. I got <laughs> I got the Bill O'Reilly fan. <laughs> you know, there's a cat on the line who believes in phrenology, but I don't know if he believes in it old school. I think that it's one of those things that western culture people are naturally inclined to believe on their own without being propagandized. I really think Mm -hmm. there's things like that with Western culture people. Mm -hmm. And he believes that his pit bull is smarter than other dogs because its head is big, which means it has a bigger brain. Nothing to do with skull density. No, it just And also bigger brain naturally means smarter. Yes. Keep in mind, there are women that are smarter than men. And women typically have smaller brains, no, more are, neurotransmitters. Aren't, no,
2: women aren't smart. Don't, no, no.
0: Women aren't smart. Women aren't smart. Enjoy using your Bluetooth technology. Women aren't smart.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah, I'll go there and deal with some personalities. There's also a personality that I like interacting with, a, uh, a, a black man from the neighborhood in the 90s that got out and he is very interesting to interact with mm-hmm. it's like me but tall and light skin just <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. all right and i'm gonna go do that very quickly here i'm actually just gonna slap on my steel toes throw some broccoli in my cooler and run out that door but i just have to stop these broadcasts facebook get up out of here patreon.com slash wine paypal.me slash phoenix and william uh, same thing for you at YouTube and y'all three or four cats over at Twitch. I don't care. These are these are free to broadcast on. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. And those are out of there. audio recording. I need to stop you from happening. Where are you on the computer? There you are. And stop.